Welcome to Girl Code, where we discuss life, love, relationships, and basically everything and anything under the sun. I'm Jasmine. And I'm Tasha, and you're currently streaming Girl Code on Spotify. Also, if you're interested in having your own podcast, you can do so with Anchor. Anchor is a platform where you can record and upload your podcast, and they'll even help you put it on Spotify as well. It's Girl Code. Hi guys, alright, so it's me, your homegirl Jasmine So um, if you're wondering where the hell Tasha is um, We have a little message for you So um, here's her message Hey guys, also I have some really exciting updates I want to share with you It's kind of bittersweet But I'm going to be going out of town for a little bit Because travel has opened up Which sadly means I won't be on Girl Code for just a little while And I'm really going to miss you guys Because I love doing this podcast And it's like our little weekly thing at the studio And we get to talk to you I think we'll be doing this podcast for like a year every week So it's going to be a little it's gonna be a little weird, you know, not doing this. But I'll be back really soon and we'll pick up right where we left off. And of course, as usual, while I'm away, my DMs are still always, always open if you ever need to talk. And let's just, on a more fun note, if you're interested to know where I'm going or what I'm going to be doing overseas, I'm going to be vlogging like everything on my YouTube channel and TikTok. And let's just be honest, I'm going to be on Instagram all the time. So just follow me there. You'll know exactly what I'm up to. And I get to talk to you guys and still have some connection. Um, And like, yeah, because I don't know. I don't know. It's just weird that I'm not going to be here for a little bit. Um, But yeah, so I'm so excited to see what's in store. And I'm going to have so many stories to share with you guys when I'm back. So it's Tasha and I'm signing out for a little bit, but I'll definitely be back soon. I love you guys so much. Stay safe. And again, I'm always here to talk if you need. Bye guys, see you soon. Well, talk soon. So yes, basically I will be fronting the podcast alone, um, but not so much alone. We have a standing in guest and she is none other than... Me, if you can recognize my voice. Not really, I don't think anyone knows my voice here, but yes, hi! Welcome back, Amanda Sings! That's right, I will be standing in for Tasha temporarily while she is... Enjoying her best life. Yeah, living her best life because <laughs> we're all about living our best lives, right? Right. Yeah. So uh, while Tasha is, you know, touring the world and having fun, we are going to be talking about... What topic are we talking about today, Amanda? Today, we are going to be talking about something that I'm sure a lot of youths and teenagers go mm-hmm. through, uh-huh. which is friends versus family. Nice, interesting. I have so much to say about this topic, so why not get started? Yes. So, how do you feel about this topic, darling? I I don't know, man. Because I think growing up as an only child, right? Yes, family is important but I feel like my friends are also very important because uh-huh. growing up alone yeah because I like, I, like don't, I don't have siblings right my, the closest that I have to siblings is like cousins whom I'm very close to don't yep. get me wrong but I do think like friends like close-knit friends uh-huh. are a very important part of my life uh-huh. so much so that they do become family yeah like there are some things that you just don't tell your family right sometimes most of the time mm. Yeah, know. okay, there's, okay. There's, yeah. There's, there are some things like that my you... sex capate now, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you see things like this, yeah. you don't really tell like, your mom uh-huh. or like your dad. Yeah, for sure. And stuff like that. So you end up telling your friends. Correct. So your friends become like the next layer of family that you have. Correct. Or at least like the really close ones. So that's kind of like my stand on it. I don't really, I wouldn't really, have, I'm not the kind that will choose, oh yeah, my friends before my family. Or oh yeah, my family before my friends. Because mm-hmm. when your friends become your family, everything is kind of like one piece. Yeah. Yes. You know? 
Correct. Like one can't exist without the other. Okay, I get. I kind of get what you mean. It's a bit mm-hmm. hard to put into words, but okay. Let's let's slowly break it down. So basically, um, my stance on this topic is that both are equally important. Like I don't think that anyone should you know live a life with solely just like their family or solely just their friends. I think that they should have both aspects in a healthy balance. So for me, I feel like of course you can't choose your family growing up. So of course they are you know very important people that you should definitely put in effort to you know have good relationships with good healthy relationships with on the other hand i feel like for friends they are people who you choose to have in your life and that makes it even more like even harder you know to pick the correct ones because you're bound to meet so many people in your life right Mm -hmm. you really have to be very careful in who you decide to give your time to and who you decide to call your friends correct i I totally agree with that okay i give you a very good example there's uh, you know how i study in australia right yep so when i was in australia yes i do have like my cousins there with me but most of the time because I'm in college right not all of my time is spent with my cousins yeah well in Australia because they live separately yeah so I had to find like a group of friends whom I could call my quote-unquote fam- little Perth family yep. when I was studying overseas right yeah and I tell you picking those group of friends is so difficult because there comes a time right that they will find a way to like stab you in the back oh, nothing I haven't experienced before but yeah before. but it's like it's it really breaks down to like picking the right friends is so uh-huh. difficult because you really need to know who they are from like within it uh-huh. can't be like a surface thing correct because especially when you go into like a foreign country right naturally whoever you think you are going to attach yourself to will mm. be your close-knit friends right. for, for life like oh my mm. god this group of people are going to be there for me on my wedding day that kind of thing but it turns out I was so wrong yeah. because like the first batch of friends that, that made? I made right mm-hmm. ended up becoming total ad- fucking bitches Becoming like very strange and unreasonable, and you know, everyone wants a group of friends who are very accepting of who you are, regardless of your background and whatnot, right? But this group of friends, right, just saw me as like, oh, Amanda, the, the, she can sing, she's like uh-huh. well liked in school mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And then we have flex, but okay. and then like <laughs> when as in, I'm not, I mean, I'm not trying to like toot my own horn, no, okay? I'm just kidding. Yeah, Go for like, it, baby girl. No, I'm all for you know self confidence. But like you know, when they start to see my flaws and the, I, I do have flaws as well mm-hmm. everybody does right yeah. then they are sort of like okay Amanda's a little bit weird let's just stay away from her and you know yeah. and like not tell her why I completely get that it. kind of thing and yeah. it's kind of like if you guys are my close-knit friends right you're supposed to tell me mm-hmm. all those kind of things mm-hmm. especially if I treat you like family or you treat me like family mm-hmm. the least you want is for me to be a better person by telling me the things I can improve on for sure right but then right for family right mm-hmm. because they are pretty much stuck with you for life mm-hmm. you can't avoid them in any way Mm -hmm. they will flat out like just tell you hey you suck at this Mm -hmm. work on it Mm -hmm. and i'm telling i'm telling you this for your own you know me telling you lies will do me no good at all so you know i'm telling you the truth you know Mm -hmm. that's the that's the good thing about family Family. so i guess like pros and cons in that sense Mm -hmm. as well yeah but then again i will have to say like not everyone is privileged enough to be born in a family setting that is healthy and you know what do you call that healthy and loving and Mm -mm -mm. supportive totally agree so i mean i've heard stories of people you know ending ties with their families because of how how just tragic it is just being at home 
how dysfunctional it can be and how taxing it can be on your mental health. Mm. And I think that if you're past a certain age, maybe say like 25, 26, and you, you are able to, to define what is a healthy and unhealthy setting and you, you can make the right call on whether or not you want to, you know, leave your family or like, you know, move out or, you know, even... I wouldn't say... I wouldn't go so far as to say disown, but just basically move out and kind of like separate yourself, detach yourself, create some form of distance. I think that's okay because as in at the end of the day, we all want to believe that, you know, your family is going to be there for you. It's going to be the ones that uplift you, hold you up when you're down, you know, protect you from everyone else. But honestly, the realities of life is that not everyone is going to be able to have that sort of privilege. And that, I guess, what's so sad because like, you know, we watch movies all the time and like you see like drunk fathers or abusive moms and stuff like that. It's just a lot, a lot of sad realities of life that I guess forces people to kind of detach themselves from their family and like, you know, find their emotional support and friends. Mm-hmm. And, and I think that's perfectly fine if mm. you are able to make a call. But a lot of times, I feel like, especially when we are in the teenage rebellious phase, we all want to somehow be like hated by our family <laughs> so bad. You know, that kind of thing. Like when I was like, 13 to like 15 I I have to admit that I was a really horrible child like I, I always sort of felt like you know my family hates me my family doesn't love me and shit like that Mm-mm-mm. but at the end of the day you know like growing up like 10 years down the road I realised honestly a lot of the things my family do for me are really for my own good even if you know at that point of time it meant like you know treating me like shit or making me feel like shit you know making sure I don't do things that I want to do That that's the thing you see a lot of times when you are still growing up in your growing up years when you're still very impressionable you will not be able to understand the intention behind your family's actions or words and and it's only something that you realise down the road and each family is unique as well in the way of like first of all they are expectancy like not expectancy is expectancy the right word expectations yeah oh yes expectancy is like life (laughs) like the expectations of different families vary because like um certain families grow up being like really strict certain families grow up being really relaxed and then when two people from these two completely separate family types become friends Mm. they're like why your family like that and then mm. why your family like that? Mm. And then they'll look at themselves because of their friends and mm. be like, actually, yeah, why my family like that? Mm-hmm. And then after that, that is when they start to distance themselves. So I think right. like, grow, like you said, growing up, right? I mean, when you're young and impressionable and you start to make more and more friends, that is where you get the, why my family actually yes, so strange you start to kind do of like thing. comparisons. Like, oh, why my friend's mother buy her the new iPhone, but I don't have. Yeah. Why my mother don't want to buy for me? Shit like that. Yeah, it, that kind of it's thing. It's very common. It's very normal, but... Correct. I think at the end of the day, it's really it really comes down to knowing what your family I won't say wants out of you, but like you need to know that at the end of the day you you have to understand that your family I mean of course the healthy ones, like mm. if just because they don't get you a certain thing that you want or just because they don't allow you to do certain things that you want to do doesn't mean they don't love you. And it's a very difficult thing to realize when you are young. Because you as in I when I was younger I always felt like why my mom can't buy me the phone that I want because like in my class Classmates can have it. Why can't I? It's not like my mom doesn't have money. So is it because she doesn't love me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That kind of thing. But because everything, everything from then on just translates into like, right, like whether my parents yeah, love me. Like my parents can obviously do it. Like the capabilities there. So why is the action not you know? Yeah, forming, correct. Right? Yeah. But a lot of times, like you really just need to understand that there's as an adult, as a parent, right? Honestly, it's not easy to raise a child. And like, wow, finances aside, like there's just so many difficult decisions you have to make. And so at the end of the day, I think as a child, you know, if you ever feel like your family doesn't love you, really, just you have to learn how to take a step back and look at the. 
bigger picture and really, right. really try and break down the actions of your parents, of your family members and ask yourself like, why are they doing this? And do they really, are they really doing it out of lack of love or really is it just something else? Because I feel like when we are young, right, we like to overthink everything and make our Correct. lives sound so depressing and sad. Yeah. But because we, we don't realise. Like, we think that it's like, oh, my, my friend share about family problems. I feel like I need to share yeah. about family problems also because like you're so influenced by Correct. I think when you're when you're a teenager where you're probably the most influenced by yeah. your friends Correct. or like the group of people that you hang out with. So much so that whatever like your family says comes right. becomes secondary. You know there's like a saying mm. where um, um when growing up from a baby until you're a teenager, when your kid to about seven years old, right, is where you listen to your parents the most. Then when you're from like seven years old to like mm-hmm. primary six, like mm-hmm. 12 years old, you listen to your teachers the most. Mm-hmm. Then from 13 years old onwards, you, you listen to your friends the most, you see. So I think that is the age where everybody starts to question about like, why am I like that? Correct. Why is my family like that? Why is my friends like that? And everybody's again starts comparing everything. But I mean like, um, speaking of friends, yeah. there is pros and cons of having a very close-knit right. bunch of friends as well. I guess one of the cons is that they sort of, unless you really completely open yourself mm-hmm. up to them, they kind of don't know what kind of upbringing that you have. Yeah, Because everything is very surface level. Correct. Especially because we are in the age of social media, right? Mm-hmm. Everything just comes in the form of photos. We always say, no photo, no proof. Yeah, Right? There's always that saying. So whenever like something happens, oh, my family used to do this, blah, blah, blah. My family met this, 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 this. Everyone will just look at you in the in this new era and say no photo, no proof. Yeah. So then it becomes very difficult for you as a person to justify yourself to your sort of quote unquote new group of friends. Mm-hmm. That is when the self doubt comes in. Is mm-hmm. it really because like what well, have I been living a lie my entire life? Kind of mm-hmm. thing. Just because like someone else doesn't understand you on that level. Yeah. But I think another pro of having a really close knit of friends is that if you find the group of people that you can really open yourself up to share your past, present and future, right? Those are the kind of friends, right, that in my opinion, right, I keep for the rest of my life. Yeah. Because they love you for really who you are as a person, regardless of your past, regardless of your present and regardless of what is about to come. You know they got your back. Mm -hmm. And I think that's the beautiful kind of friendship that everyone should have. Yeah. You know? I mean, we both have that, especially like because Titan is like Mm -hmm. such a I think for us being here for so long, Mm -hmm. we do have that set of friends whom we know will not care about the past and really just see ourselves for ourselves and to those friends I am very very appreciative for yeah 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 for sure I feel like it's only recently that I realised that the true friends that you should really hold on to in your life are people who feel like family yeah I I wouldn't say I have a lot of friends in this life honestly like okay I'm just comparing myself to when I was like say maybe in primary school secondary school you know how back then everybody's your friend everyone was my friend I'll be like oh yeah she's my friend just because I know her name and I know what class she is and how and where she stays like oh yeah she's my friend but I go to her house before yeah. so yeah she's my friend yeah, very like, good friends I'm all <laughs> correct I think it's very socially acceptable for us to you know kind of like like take away the real meaning of calling someone else your friend we, we just kind of like associate it to knowing someone on a surface level and then saying that they are your friend which okay normal but at the end of the day when you go home and sit down in your room and think about it like I've always asked myself who in my life are truly my friends and honestly I only maybe have like a handful like I would say less than 10 because I think in this life right 
you really don't need a lot of friends but you do need a lot of people who feel like family yes right yes like you don't need a lot maybe just like three is good enough and I would say that's my number two actually maybe like three yeah okay so it's very easy to make friends for sure like you go to a club you know you drink with someone else somehow they become your friend because you follow each other on social media mm. I think real friends is comes along when you're able to you know say you, you fall out with your family or you break up with a boyfriend or you know you get into a fight with someone else you call them and they immediately come to your help and you know they immediately try and console you and mm. and be there for you and like support you and stuff I think mm. that's what true friends are like they are not just there for the good times but also there for the bad Correct. and that's what family feels like too that is right right yeah and I think also when you're younger right quantity is always such a big deal right I don't want to have just a few close friends I want everybody to treat me like a freaking best friend Mm -hmm. but like I'm like okay to those people who are currently like in high school or secondary school I'm sorry to like burst your bubble but yeah, my, not everyone's gonna be there but, but darling 10 years from now you're gonna thank us for like telling you this and giving you a heads up because that shit doesn't happen it definitely doesn't like I've, I mean like when you're in secondary school everybody you know everybody feels like everybody like you mentioned it feels like everybody is in your is, is your friend but I think sure. they always say would you rather have many many friends but none of them are super close or do you want to have just a handful of really close-knit friends. I think the older I got, mm-hmm. the more I wanted close-knit friends that felt like family. I think last time, right, because I'm the an, I'm an only child, so any only child would want to have a lot, a lot of people around the same age around him or her, right? Because for me, growing up alone kind of sucked. So I wanted to have many, many, Does many friends. Really? Um, okay. Is it lonely? For me, okay, I'll just put it this way. As a kid, I slept a lot. I didn't really give a damn. <laughs> I just wanted to take my nap and just like, like, like do my homework and like uh-huh. pass. So, but but will you get jealous when you see like other people have like siblings and stuff to play with when they go home from school? Like envious or not jealous? I, 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 won't, I, won't say, I won't say jealous or envious because I grew up with cousins. So I yeah. never really had that gap. Yeah. But now that I'm like a little bit older and I see like Wei and my fiance and his brother's relationship, uh-huh. right? I'm like, I want something like this. Oh, really? You want to see my relationship with my sister? I bet you don't <laughs> want a fucking sibling. <laughs> uh, went very dark, very, very fast. <laughs> I need therapy. Okay, just kidding, but yes. <laughs> but yeah, as in, yeah, I guess we are the lucky ones, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but now that I'm so much older, and you know, recently I've gone through quite quite a bit of stuff yeah. with, with my family. I'm not gonna go into detail. But like I'm very glad that I have those handful of friends friends whom I know will just be there for me mm-hmm. regardless of where I came from. Yeah, they disturb me about like some of the past of my past actions. Like but those like I can see as a joke also I totally understand why they would like laugh about it and I laugh about it as well. But when it really comes to the stuff that really like when shit hits the ceiling. Yeah. They they are the ones who be like, are you okay? Mm-hmm. Let me know if you need need help mm-hmm. if you want someone to talk to I'm here you mm-hmm. know can always come by drop by you know mm-hmm. you can always talk um, even if it's just about random things you know you always have that group of friends and I'm very 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 appreciative yeah. as I got older I'm like okay I think the good thing about being older is also because now that you know who your close group of friends is right you don't have to go like tell everybody you just tell this 
close group of friends yeah. and it's good enough Correct. for you to find some comfort, you know. Okay, so like I just want to reiterate my point that, you know, the ideal situation is of course that we have both a loving and supportive family on one hand and also like a handful of very good and trustworthy group of friends that, you know, will be there for you and, you know, uh, you are able to rely on. That is of course the ideal situation. But like I said, you know, the realities of life is that we may not always get what we want. Not everyone is going to be privileged enough to be born into a healthy, supportive family who's functional and not everyone's going to be able to find like this group of friends that they can rely on because some people just maybe find it harder to connect on an emotional level with people like um i think at the end of the day if even if you can't have two at once i think it's very important to at least have one because okay i think it will be such a sad life and a life that is like so lonely lonely if you don't have at least one, one pillar, of, pillar support. of support in your life and like how, how sad you have to feel to walk through life alone like you won't be able to share all your joys or sadness with anyone and I wouldn't wish that upon my worst enemy for sure yeah but I also feel that there's a group of people I mean not everybody is like this but there are people who because of what has affected them in the past because of their family and whatnot, mm-hmm. they choose not to, to let anybody near them oh, yeah. at all or choose not to let anybody be in their space or mm-hmm. like open up to anybody because and to that I say go get therapy that is, that is true that is true but because you know there are just some people who oh you know family they're supposed to be the people who have my back all the way to the end if they're not going to be supportive of me who am I to think that I will be able to find a group of people aka close-knit friends to be there for me like family mm-hmm. you know what I mean because these people are connected to me by blood and they are not there for me why should I trust someone who yeah. can easily just walk away without any consequences I think for all those people who are, you know, so happen to tune in, first of all, it's always fine to to seek seek help or mm-hmm. seek a therapist mm-hmm. and then maybe transit into a opening lit- up. Yeah, into opening up to mm-hmm. maybe it doesn't have to be like, oh, you find a random stranger, hey, I'm gonna tell you about all my problems, but it can be like, you know, people whom you have grew whom you grew up with, mm-hmm. for example. I mean you can always start there. It doesn't have to be someone new or mm-hmm. something like that. If you don't start opening up to people, you will honestly never know. And the process is hard mm-hmm. because there will be a chance or a probability whereby those group of people will use it against you and then you get hurt again and then you kind of want to give up again but i think the moral of the story here is just don't give up i'm trying to find that support system because a good and strong support system is really so important in life in general yeah for yeah. sure like I would say don't let don't let the disappointment of you know anyone disallow you from trusting other people like if you ever find yourself in a space where you are a- unable to trust anyone or open up to anyone because of your past trauma or experiences then of course number one seek some form of t- therapy like I, I okay I'm gonna be very honest right here I don't have the best relationship with my family and I think that you know, I used to be very ashamed talking about it. Like, no one wants to air their dirty laundry. And honestly, I'm not on this podcast to do that. But I think it's something that a lot of people relate to. And a lot of people are very ashamed to talk about. But th- I think the more we talk about it, the more we normalize it. And the more we let each other know that, you know, I'm here for you. I understand your struggle. So, I'm going to g- come out and say, I don't. I honestly don't have the best relationship with my family. I moved out of my parents' home because of that very reason. Because I felt like my mental health was at a point where I was really struggling to be at home. I would cry 
in my room and I really hated it. So I moved out. And creating that form of distance between my family and I did help me to feel a lot better. Um, on some days, I still struggle because, you know, especially in Asian mindset, we always think like, oh, how dare you move out and leave your family alone? Ah, yes. I, I want to challenge that. I want to challenge that and say that it's not because I don't love my family, but sometimes, you know, the more you are forcing a situation to happen, the more conflict you are creating. Sometimes distance really does make the the heart grow fonder. And, yes. And for me, in my case, I really want to vouch for that mm. because honestly, after I moved out, I do feel like the relationship has strengthened uh, on its uh, weird way. And you know, I do feel a lot better now. You know, as long as I find that I'm able to strike a healthy balance, you know, of course I don't entirely leave my family alone and like Mm-mm-mm. disown them and like disregard their Mm-mm-mm. existence. Like I still would go back occasionally and you know, pay them a visit. But you know, basically what I guess I'm trying to say here is do anything in your power and in your position to create healthy scenarios for yourself. If you have to move out, if you have to, you know, seek therapy, if you have to basically meet your friends more often be- or, or meet your family of- more often and like, you know, not meet your friends because they're shitheads. <laughs> like do that, you know. At the end of the day, I think what's most important is that you put your mental health first. You put yourself first. Do whatever makes you feel better and Basically, moral of the story, hang out with people who make you feel good. Yes. That's all. It's very important. It can be your family, it can be your friends, it can be by yourself if you know no one else around you is a fucking piece of, you know, trustworthy person. I'm sorry for the vulgarities, but I feel so strongly about this. But yeah, basically, I guess this is what we've been trying to emphasize every podcast. You should love yourself first and do whatever makes you feel good. There is no standard template as to how many friends you should have or what kind of loving, supportive family you should have because life just works out that way, you know? You just need to create the healthy, perfect scenario for yourself. Yeah, so back to the topic of friends versus family. I think we have really covered quite a bit on this in the sense that like, it's really not for us to tell you whether to choose friends or family. I think it's really up for everyone to decide their own fate and decide like what is the best scenario for them regardless of whether it's moving in with friends or sticking to your family I think do what's healthy for yourself do what's healthy for your mindset and do what makes you a better person I think it's very important for everyone to reach a stage of self-actualization by understanding yourself and what works for you best for sure and with that we've come to the end of this podcast and before I go I guess I just want to say you know if any one of you here is listening on this podcast and you feel like you're struggling you know with family or with friends regardless of whichever pillar of support um, feel free to reach out we are always here to listen to you and you know if anyone needs any advice on moving out I'm here (laughs) 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 but yes um, so thank you guys so much for tuning in to this episode my name's Amanda my name's Jasmine and we'll see you next time bye bye All right. If you're listening to us and you want to have your own podcast too, you can use Anchor to record and upload all your podcasts. Anchor automatically distributes them to multiple listing platforms such as Spotify just for you. Girl Code will also be releasing new episodes every Wednesday, so remember to follow us here on Spotify and Instagram at TV for more updates. This is Jasmine. And I'm Tasha. And thank you for tuning in to Girl Code. Code. Bye. Girl Code.